There is not a one-size-fits-all solution to leadership. Discover your inspiration to lead by hearing from those who are in the trenches each day, leading themselves and leading others. We will learn about their unique leadership style and identify the shared qualities between those who do it tremendously well. Welcome to the Lead with Empower podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lead with Empower podcast. I am here tonight. Well, we're we're in separate places, but we're here tonight with uh, five wonderful guests. We have our old friend, James Lightfoot. He was episode two of season two of the Lead with Empower podcast. But James has brought some talent with him this week for this episode, some young talent. We have Janiah, Kendrick, Jada, and Janaya all from the Springfield area of Massachusetts, joining us for the Lead with Empower podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, how are we doing this week? How are we doing? Everybody good? Doing good. good. How are you? Doing, doing well. Right. Doing well. Thanks for joining us. Uh, appreciate you taking time out. Uh, we're recording on a Sunday evening. This episode will be uh, will go live on Wednesday, but the night before school, appreciate you all taking a few minutes out of your evening to, to join us tonight. So, hey, we're, we're going to get right into it. Obviously, we've had uh, an interesting week with the election, which is final, not final. Um, it's not cemented yet, but it sounds sounds like we have a, a, a change down in, uh, in D.C. area. So for the first time ever, we have some history. We have a, a woman who's been elected as vice president and a woman who um, is of color elected as vice president. Let's uh, let's lead off right with that. Kendrick is fist pumping right out of the gate. Let's uh, let's go around the horn quick. Um, one, give you give a little introduction of who you are, what grade you're in, what school you go in. And then just a quick, you know, let's keep it you know, maybe not like super deep political, but just something that is new first time, right? Where, where it's a, it's a really a record breaking scenario here. Um, give us a little insight into, you know, this, uh, this groundbreaking election and kind of what's going through your minds right now. It's, it's kind of fresh off the presses for everybody. And we will start with Janaea. Okay. Hi, everybody. My name is um, Janae Merced. I'm, seven, I'm turning 17 in a couple of days. Um, I'm an 11th grader and I attend Penn Foster High School. And I've been with um, the Urban League program for three years. And I don't miss this election. This was very stressful because it was definitely taking a long time and keeping my nerves up for quite a while. But I'm glad it's coming to an end. <laughs> And uh, Janaya, how does it feel? Obviously, you know to see to see a, a woman of color elected as the vice president. I feel like super proud and empowered. Like, yes, girl, you do you. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. And then Jada, we'll send it right over to you next. Um, hi, my name is Jada Merced. Um, I'm a freshman at Savage International Charter School. Um, I've been with the James for three years as well. Um, I was really proud to see that she won. Um, it send, it ended up really sending a big message to everyone, um, minority, female, 
a male just saying like, hey, there's, there's a possibility because before it's yesterday, really, it wasn't, um, it wasn't really as easy imagined. It was something that you could imagine, but it wasn't really a reality. But I'm really happy to say because of yesterday, it became a reality for a lot of people. Awesome. Awesome. And then uh, thank you very much. And then Kendrick coming into you next, my friend. Good evening, everyone. My name is Kendrick Long. I'm here out in Springfield. I attend the Springfield Renaissance School and I am a senior. And in regards to the current election, congrats, Carmela Harris. And I just want to say she comes from a long line of smart women. I want to congratulate her. And just to give a little background, I don't think a lot of people know this, but her mother helped out with, you know, finding out how women get breast cancer. So their whole family is just full of smart and she's black for one. And so she can see, you know, the targets in our community on things what need to change. And so that says a lot. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Kendrick. Appreciate it. And last, but of course, not least, Janaya. Hello, everyone. I'm Janaya Pagan. Um, I am a senior in Penn Foster High School, and I have also been a part of the Urban League for about three years. Um, and it is very exciting for a woman to finally be in office, especially a minority woman. It is definitely the, it just teaches minority women or women in general that anybody can do it and it's definitely exciting. And I know all women, I'm sure men also are definitely feeling empowered and it's very exciting awesome awesome thank you very much excited as i mentioned at the kickoff the four young adults are the real talent here but i'd be remiss if i didn't take a second to say hi to james lightfoot james is back james first off uh welcome back on um second tell us a little bit about your thoughts after this uh the the election which is still again nothing's uh you know finalize finalize but uh, I think we have a little bit more clarity now than we did you know maybe on Tuesday night and Wednesday tell us uh, wh what your thoughts are there yeah uh hello empowered listeners um so <laughs> lead with empowered listeners um so this election season um you know it seems like it's been going on for like you know forever uh in this past week um I think really really tested uh, people's patience um, and still ongoing testing the patience of, you know, of folks who went out and cast their ballots, some for the first time, some for the 10th time, uh, some, you know, just, uh, you know, have an opportunity to see uh, their, an, an election take place of this magnitude. And so to, to finally get to an outcome where some are uh, satisfied or somewhat satisfied and Others are waiting for a confirmation. Um, you know, I think it's been taxing on folks, you know, um, and, I, and I hope that, you know, whatever the results may be, once confirmed, uh, you know, our country is able to kind of heal um, and, and get back to the business of, you know, I won't say being a superpower, but, but being a, a country that's respected um, and, you know, doing some good to, you know, create some possibilities for those who are seeking uh, the freedoms that the United States offers, 
um, as well as the many opportunities for our young people. Um, and so these four that are gathered with us uh, this evening are, you know, uh, examples of what our future holds, um, the, the promise and, and hope um, that, you know, we all look to, um, you know, when we're working with our young people, um, knowing that they'll do some great things and, you know, they'll use their brains to bring people together, strengthen their communities, uh, and really, you know, create a better uh, tomorrow for you and I, Dan, as we age, um, and then for their families, you know, as they come about. So, um, you know, hopefully this this election has uh, turned um, our, our, our country back um, towards a positive direction. Awesome. Now in with that. Yeah. And then James, I'm going to keep you on here just for a second. So, uh, tell everybody a little bit about the Urban League of Springfield and why um, you thought it would be great to have Kendrick, Jada, Janaya, and Janaya on the, uh, the podcast this evening. All right. Yeah. And so the Urban League of Springfield uh, has been around um, I'll say uh, I'll say over 100 years. Um, I don't want to get to the exact point um, and get it wrong, uh, but we've been around um, in the Springfield area for over 100 years, and uh, we do a lot of um, community outreach, um, working to really empower um, the African American community here in Springfield, uh, Greater Springfield as well as provide some essential resources to uh, young people. Um, and so in the capacity that I serve as the director of educate, education and youth programs, uh, I work with young people around college and career readiness, um, as well as working on with several initiatives around uh, educational equity uh, and really making sure that um, you know, all the resources uh, that young people need um, are available to them. You know, they're able to access college. Um, they're able to, you know, access a uh, same level of education um, as their counterparts in suburban uh, towns, um, neighboring towns. So, um, you know, the whole goal is to make sure that they are prepared for life after uh, high school. Um, and these uh, four that are gathered tonight, um, as, as I was stating earlier, you know, they're special and unique uh, to me to Springfield um, in, you know, in, in each of their abilities, you know, so they all have goals that they've set for themselves. They've all um, shown this determination and drive to reach those goals. Um, and none of them are looking to do something that's just like, you know, simple, mm -hmm. you know, the, the things that they're interested in are very complex uh, in nature, you know, technology, um, you know, the medical field, studying the brain, um, you know, and I would say like, so we have someone who wants to start their own business, uh, working in criminal justice. And so none of your run of the mill activities, if you will. So yeah. they're all looking to kind of move, um, move into careers where they can make a change. Um, and, you know, getting to hear some of their stories and, and their backgrounds, um, you know, really let me know that they are, you know, set apart from, you know, others. 
Um, and as you hear them tonight, you'll get a, a feel of that, that, you know, they're, they're a special, special bunch um, that I probably could talk hours about, you know, um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't think you'll get this diversity of young people um, in other settings um, with the type of interest they have um, and just that determination and drive. Just think a Sunday night before school on Monday and they're here to share with you, you know, their experience, their feelings, their ideas, um, you know, about themselves, about their community. So that shows there that they're looking to make a change. Yeah, love it, love it. James, thank you. And 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 Jada, Kendrick, Janaya, and Janaya, thank you again for being on tonight. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get into it, and I, I think it's a little bit more of a serious tone um, out of the gate than some of our other podcasts. But I think it's important because after hearing your answers about the election, and after hearing James talk about the the really the the goal of the Urban League, which is you know as he mentioned just now to empower the African American community and provide resources to young adults who are you know looking to do something that, as James mentioned, not the run of the mill take take it back to you know it's something that's been going on in our country unfortunately for far too long but really this spring this summer we were in a situation where there was a pretty significant period of time where there was some civil unrest there were people of color that were treated unjustly and this is not a a political uh podcast here but we're talking to you know four young adults you know, who are, who are not white, <laughs> you know, to, to speak it simply, you know, so, you know, in hearing your answers talking about, we have a woman, a woman of color and vice president and how that can empower people, you know, a short period of time ago, all you saw, if you opened up social media, if you turned on the news was a, a black man or a black female being, you know, murdered, killed, you know, what, you know, whatever side you want to take it from, um, but from a lot of people's uh, opinion, um, probably something that, you know, situations that weren't very just <laughs> and weren't very fair, um, to where we are right now, Kendrick speak a little bit to the headspace you were in, you know, during these times of, of tragedy, you know, that were visceral, they were in your face, right? You turn, you pull up Twitter or, or social media, you know, for the first time in my life, a 40 year old man, this wasn't like reading about it in the newspaper the next day. This was immediate video in your face, you know, heartbreaking stuff to kind of where we are right now. Talk to us a little bit about, you know, where you were in the summer from a, a, a mental standpoint, you know, with all that stuff going on and, and kind of your, your thoughts and feelings now as to maybe where, you know, where this country's heading from a equity standpoint equity if only this country knew what it meant so where do i begin you know starting off in the summer it was covid one thing but you know then another door opened matter of fact it didn't open the cops literally busted it off its hinges so that's how i'm gonna start that's my opening title the cops busted the doors off the hinges the state that the police, police meaning police who don't treat 
Black, Indigenous people, right? I'm talking to the people who feel like it's not their fight. I'm talking to people who feel like racism isn't a thing because like you said, we wake up to this. Mm -hmm. We get notifications about it at one o'clock in the morning. Why did we have to live like this? We wake up and we wanna go to school and think about starting a business and how we're gonna learn, how we're gonna do on a test. But no, we have to wake up and think, okay, let me make sure I don't look suspicious because last week a person called the cops on somebody who looked like me because they looked suspicious and they got shot. And so for somebody to say that racism doesn't exist or don't break the law, because that's a, that's a favorite quote of the year, not for me, but something that keeps popping up as if it would some way justify the way Blacks are being treated throughout this country. It hurts because, like I said, the first thing that 2020 hit with was Corona, COVID-19. And so now it's like racism was always a thing for us in our lives. We've always seen it because we're black. You know, we're not looking out, we're not looking at it from outside the box. We're in the box. Mm -hmm. We're the variable being looked at as suspicious or a criminal. We're living it. It's not a dream. It's not a hashtag for us. We lived it. We're living it now. And so for somebody to be a president and say it doesn't exist, it feels like there's no hope for the country. But when I heard there was going to be a march, I said, all right, it doesn't matter how mentally lost I feel right now, they're starting to wake up. Everyone is finally starting to draw attention to one of the root problems in this government. And so I went in March, we all made our points. I'm not gonna go into very specifics of it, but moral of the point is now we have another black, well, vice president, but somebody in power who can make this fight a little bit easier, mm-hmm. a little bit easier. They can't, you know, just end it because it's been tried before. And you've seen a hundred years later, we're still being murdered. And I said, murder, this is an accident. For what reason would somebody need a no-knock entry on somebody's house? Mm-hmm. For what reason would somebody need to be shot for reaching up in their pocket to get a license they were just asked to get? There's no justification. And Kendrick, do you, do you feel obviously the new president and the new vice president haven't, you know, they're not going to be able to really start their job, I guess, quote unquote, um, until, you know, the new year, you know, when you heard the decision come down that it's going to be Biden and Harris, how did that impact you, you know, emotionally? Did it, did it start to change that, that summer of, you know, negativity? And I, I, I would agree with you, you know, as far as using the word murder, I don't think there was accidents involved there. Did, are, did you, did you feel a, a shift in, you know, maybe, maybe it's going to get better? 
Yes. And part of that is because, you know, a lot of a lot of um, the wiser folks, a lot of the elders in our communities would say that history tends to repeat itself. And part of that is because if the past leaders don't pass their knowledge and don't continue to extend their way of thinking or way of life, you know, not looking at colors, but being friend to friend, working together, if those aren't passed down, then it's gonna fall right back to how it started. Mm -hmm. And that's what started to happen. Because we have somebody who was so blind to the problems in this government and the communities, those issues, or maybe he wasn't blind, you know, I'm just talking from a general standpoint. Yeah, outsider's I'm perspective, trying, right? Yeah. yeah, but like I said, maybe he, maybe he was blind or maybe this is something that he wanted to do. Maybe he didn't look at us as equals. Mm -hmm but it doesn't matter that how can a person be um be chosen to govern so many people so many people and not even be able to look out from his own shoes yeah but now even if camilla come up sorry if i don't pronounce that right even if she doesn't run even if she doesn't do everything that we have faith that she can it still changes the ideologies that trump had set when he was, when he was, still is technically in office. Yeah. So many people have lost their lives. So many people have been hurt. I can't even go into it because it's so painful. It's, it's like, how can we still wake up to this? Yeah. We've been fighting this for so long, so long. Our work's never done. <laughs> it's never done. We're being tired out before we start, but we're not going to stop. Because there's work to be done, and we're here to do it. Love it. This is why we're here right now. We're here to talk that talk and get that work done. Because we can't just sit here and have opinions on everything that's going on. We need to get our hands moving. We need to start applying our knowledge and work into actual decisions and plans. Great. And then, Janae, I'm going to take it over to you. So, again, you know, similar question, looking back to the situations during the summer and then kind of where we stand right now, give us a little bit of a insight into the emotional toll the summer took and then what the, 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 the voice of the voters, um, the decision has, uh, has led to now, Janaya. Okay. So I could have never say it better than Kendrick said it. Kudos to you, man. That was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this summer was definitely hard, uh, hard to see. Cause like Kendrick said, you wake up to this. I was waking up in a new thing every week, a new issue, a new problem, a new injustice every single week, every single day. And it was hard. It took a big toll on my, like my mentals because I'm like, damn, this world is really coming to. It was full of hate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So it's, it's not. Oh my God, can you with somebody else right now? Because it's not here right now. <laughs> I got you. Um, Janiah, we'll go to you. Okay, so what I can say is that seeing all of this stuff occur was very disgusting. I, I just, that's like the perfect word to describe it. It's so disgusting to see people's views on race and the way they view Black or minority people. It's very harsh. It's a harsh word to say, but I just think it's disgusting because Nobody should be treated unequally. And 
it's definitely going to take some time for everybody to be equal. And I just believe if you're a cop, you should at least have some love towards others and not treat people like they're inhuman. Like, it's just very sad to see it happen. And I'm happy that all this stuff did get brought to light because there's so many other cases and stories that nobody knew about that needed to be brought up that everybody in this world needs to know much more about because it's a lot of stuff is hidden. I can say a lot of stuff is hidden. There's a lot of stuff that not everybody knows and social media has helped a lot of issues. It definitely has. And I am proud for everybody who marched and everybody who had a view and had something to say about it because it needs to be changed. Love it. And then, uh, the listeners, you can't see this, but uh, Jada, who's going to get a, get on the microphone next, she's wearing a, an equality t-shirt. I love it. Um, Jada, you're, you're just starting your high school journey, right? So you're, you're a few months into your first year of high school to see a woman of color be voted in as vice president. What does that do internally for you to say, Hey, this challenge, you know what, if I, I, if I can work through it, it's just, it's just going to be out of the way. And, 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 and another thing that I conquer on my way to achieving whatever the, you know, the dream is that you have right now for yourself, what does it do to you, you know, mentally, emotionally to see, Hey, you know, there's a woman, there's a woman that's in the, the second highest spot in the country right now. Um, thank you for my shirt. Yes, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it was, I was very proud to see someone, a woman of color in the seat. Um, I am, I'm a freshman. I'm just starting off the school year. We're online. It's been really challenging. But yesterday I was very happy. Me and my mom, we watched it together. And it was an emotional time for us because being able to see from where we've been throughout this whole year to come to this ending up the year, like we're, kind of um it's ending up really quick sorry <laughs> but just to see where we've been and now where we're at it's been a very long journey um 2020 wasn't the easiest year for many many of us um with the rallies the um the COVID-19 just everything that's been happening this year hasn't been easy just so being able to see her um standing up there and talking it was one of the happiest moments I've ever been able to experience and I'm very happy I was able to experience this um I am I am a young woman of color and seeing a grown woman of color be able to do that just the possibilities for me is endless and I'm so happy I'm able to see that myself love it love it well very well said and you know this is our first, you know, real conversation. Uh, but James and I have had plenty of conversations over the years. And um, what I obviously, what I hope you can take from, you know, the the challenging times, uh, you know, from the summer, and then, you know, this moment is, hey, when when that doubt starts to creep in, you know, that oh, you know, someone doesn't want me to be successful, or I can't do this because, you know toss that aside quickly. Um, just in the couple minutes we chatted before we started and in my conversation with James about the four of you, which was all, all great stuff. There is so much potential right now on this call 
that I, I, I hope that you'll always remember that, hey, a roadblock is just an opportunity to, to rise and to go above and beyond and to make progress towards whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. And, you know, if there's someone out there that's trying to hold you back, that's the person you probably shouldn't associate with much more in your lives because there's bigger and better in each and every one of you. And um, I don't want to dive into the political rabbit hole because it could be very easy. And it's not something that uh, these days brings a lot of positive emotions out of people, but uh, it, it's so great to hear that you are all part of the, the peaceful act, the peaceful protest activity that went on and, and big shout out to the people up in Springfield for keeping it that way and doing it right and to to be able to see this groundbreaking moment and hopefully it's something that you all can use as a as a source of inspiration when when you need it um because you know having potential is great having the drive to to realize and achieve that potential is even better but having that confidence to say I don't care if I'm a woman, I can go out and do it. Or I don't care if I'm black, I can go out and do it. Or a person of color, I can go out and do it. And um, it's great to hear you kind of kind of second those notions. So awesome work. End of politics time, because this is not a, polit a political podcast, this is a leadership podcast. So let's get into that. Jenea, Talk to us a little bit about the challenges from an academic and a social emotional standpoint. Talk to us a little bit about the challenges that COVID-19 has, pre pre uh, has presented to you, both from a academic and a social standpoint, you know, really over the past like eight months. Okay. So um, in an academic standpoint, COVID has been, it was a struggle to begin with because um, not every and everybody was um, used to being online 95% of the time. Um, so with me personally, it was hard because the, the lack of communication was, the lack of communication was like astonishing. It's like, there's no way to strive and, um, strive and proceed if we can't even communicate correctly yeah um and then on a social standpoint um it was kind of difficult but not so difficult because we do have um platforms like um social media and messages and facetime so there was always a way to keep in contact with people um with my friends with my family i just felt the biggest issue was the communication through our academics and then uh, Jada, what about for you? How, talk to us a little bit about some of the challenges COVID nineteen has presented to you from you know a, you know being a student, but also being a young person who wants to socialize and get out there and have some fun as well. Um, it was definitely really hard for me. Uh, starting off last year, I was not doing good in school, so I went from not doing good in school to not doing good on online schooling, which just made it more difficult for me. Um, their lack of communication, as Janaea said, with the teachers and the students was not really helpful. Um, we weren't used to being in that type of like area. We were all used to being in front of each other's faces and be able to communicate when we wanted to. But the online did make it very difficult for us. And especially at my own school, it was really hard because none of us knew how to use it correctly. So um, after the two weeks we took off, 
then we found out we're going to be online for the rest of the year. It was a very challenging, and a lot of people were, we lost connection with a lot of people. Um, I know I have. It was not easy. And then coming into high school, well, it's high school. I don't, you guys all know what it is. Going into high school your first year, I was really excited to go back and see everybody and be able to ex have my first freshman experience. But being online, that was really taken away from me, and it was really upsetting. Um, but I could say probably that the communication this year has gotten a lot better. My grades have gotten a lot better. My the time and work I actually put into my education this year has gotten a lot better. And that is because of me being online. I would not be trying this hard if I was in person right now. So I could honestly say that it was good and it was bad. But for right now, it's been really good for me. Great. Awesome to hear. And then Janiyah and Kendrick, would, would, would you say communication was, you know, from an academic standpoint, the biggest challenge? I can say communication and um, not knowing the software were definitely the two biggest issues, not knowing how to um, email, because you're not used to emailing your teachers and stuff like that, not knowing where to go when trying to speak to somebody was definitely the biggest issue for me and I know for everybody else. Kendrick? Well, yes, I can definitely say the communication definitely dropped, plummeted a lot. And it made it extremely hard because it's like if something, if I'm having technical difficulties and I need have an essay due, whatever the matter, and I need to contact the teacher to let them know, hey, this is going on for that reason, I, can, I can't make the deadline or so on and so forth. But... I can't just go down the hall now and say, you know what I'm saying? It's remind or emailing. And now e teachers' emails are flooded with so much stuff. They yeah. can't find our emails. Remind apps keep crashing. The Zooms wasn't even an app two years ago. So <laughs> the process, I can definitely say communication is one of the top problems. But the second one for me would be just the not knowing because I'm telling you, I could wake up tomorrow right now and my computer might not, not work. Yeah. You know, there's no statistic or probability. It might have a Lenovo. They're all going bad. And for some reason it's picks and chooses the days it wants to act up. And so I can't even, sometimes I have to use my phone to go on school because I'm not going to give myself no room where I have an excuse on why I didn't get to class because I, we want to learn. It's not yeah. that we don't. It's how much perseverance we have. It's how much life skills we already have built up to keep saying, all right, let me try again. Let me restart the computer for the fifth time. Let me go on my phone for the second time. Let me just keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. It's a long process. It's a hard process and we try to be as reasonable as we can because we're all new to this. And so, some of us, like, I think that some of us can think a little bit more reasonable. Like, I feel like some, some teachers are taking it a little too lightly, but for the most part, everyone is slowly adapting. It's slowly moving to our ideal image of what high school was supposed to look like or what it was supposed to zoom like. <laughs> Love it. There's, um, you all touched on some interesting uh, topics right there. Obviously communication uh, between student and teacher was uh, a big hurdle. One of the 
one of the phrases we use at Empower quite a bit in our team building and leadership events is control the controllables, right? Control the controllables, right? So we, every day we wake up, there's certain things like the weather is out of our control, right? Luckily right now in the Northeast, we've been getting some like springtime, November weather the past few days, but like if it's raining, it's out of our control. We can either adjust to it or complain about it and let it ruin our day. Tell, tell me a little bit, and I don't, I'm assuming based on the head nods that that's like the first time you've heard the phrase control the controllables. Janaea, tell me a little bit about what that phrase means to you and how that's played a role over the past eight months in your lives. Okay, so... I feel like control the control what the, I feel like control the controllables means would be um, don't stress over situations in which you have no power in. Like you said with the weather, I'm, I won't sit all day moping around because it's raining. Um, that's what that's kind of how I interpret that um, that comment. Um, and I feel like if I would have heard that phrase in the beginning over eight months ago, I would have spent a lot less, I would have spent a lot more time being less happier than I could have been. Yeah. Yeah. And then Janaya, what about for you? Controlling the controllable. What does that mean uh, to you? And, and, and have you kind of maybe without even knowing applied that concept to your life over the past eight months? So for the past eight months, we couldn't control much because, you know, <laughs> There was not much anything that we can do. It was a new life change, and now we're getting used to it. It's going to be more changes, of course, but I can really say that at that moment, you felt like you were less. Like, you felt like there was nothing that you can do about a situation, and I'm sure that about if I knew about this back then, it would have definitely made me much more happier. Like Janaea said, it would have made me feel it would have made everything much more easier yeah. because I would have been able to cope with my work. I would have been, everything would have been easier, basically. Like I just felt like I was in control of nothing and everything was just getting to me and it was just a horrible situation. But now it's getting easier because now we're able to control it because now we are used to it and we have already learned about it. And I feel like it's definitely easier now than eight months ago. Great. Awesome. And then Jada and Kendrick, a little bit of a different question. Um, so controlling the controllable is a, a big part of what we do at Empower. And it's a big concept and a principle that we try to teach through adventure. Another one is, you know, from a leadership standpoint, when there's a, a problem or a challenge in front of you, there, there's the person who uses that as an excuse, but never offers a potential solution. And then there's the person who says, I'm having trouble communicating with my teachers, but I'm going to like, or my computer, I'm having trouble with my computer, but I'm going to figure it out. and I'm going to persevere. Right. And to me, there's two types of people. There's the people that see the challenge and run away from it. And then there's the people that see the challenge and try to do what they can to work through over around under it, whatever it might be. Give us a little bit of insight into kind of your personal leadership and how you recognize the challenges you might've been facing and what you did to some strategies you implemented to 
you know, work through those challenges. And Kendrick, we could start with you. Um, I was going to say, like, I was, when I was talking about my computer earlier, I always tell myself, I don't know how I'm going to make it, but I know I'm going to make it because I, ha- I have so many aspirations, so many questions, so many desires of wanting to study different things, so many, so many battles I want to take on that I won't let myself give up. It doesn't matter what comes my way. And so I say these things because they're struggles that need to be mentioned because it's coming from us, mm-hmm. you know, young adults who don't really get a time to share our voice because people feel like because we're so young in age that we don't experience life at its fullest. And so in saying that, I always tell myself, you're going to make it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Even in those moments where I'm so low, the light is like so slight and then the light disappears. Guess what? I'm the light. (laughs) All of that that I'm chasing is already inside of me. I just have to bring myself there. It doesn't matter. I don't have no power there. I'm better than you. I'll get to school. I'll zoom (laughs) to school. And so that's what that's how I look at it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well done. Jada, what about for you? I know for me, like, as I talked about earlier, last year wasn't good for me. Um, last year, I would definitely run away from my problems. If I wasn't able to, like, I was, if I wasn't able to get on class through my phone, I wouldn't even try getting up to get my computer. Um, I was very nonchalant with my problems. Like, I just didn't care for them as much. This year, I really stepped up my game. So now I know for a fact that I'm definitely a person who would definitely take on a challenge. Um, if I see it coming from a mile away, I'm ready for it. Like, I've really grown to see, like, I have to take care of myself and I have to re- um, take care of my own problems. Like, I'm not in kindergarten anymore, like, stuff like that. So I, I know personally I'm a person that would run towards a problem and deal with myself. So Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Great answers across the board there. And we'll, we'll stay on this track. So obviously you're young, you're in school, you're not working and and dealing with all that type of stuff as you know, maybe you're working as like a part-time gig, but not as like a career at this point. What, you know, you're all in high school looking back, say like 15 years from now, when you're young adults, you're young professionals, you may be going into some graduate school and that type of stuff looking back on the stuff that you had to go through in 2020 what is something positive you hope to take from this experience with you when you are out in the field you're a professional doing your thing and Kendrick we'll start with you a lot of people will see this word on job applications (laughs) it's called experience a lot of people say you can't be street smart if you haven't lived in the streets or in a community where it wasn't heard or wasn't treated the right way or didn't get the things it needed. And so dealing with everything 2020 hit us with, you know, a lot of history breaking things. Our kid, like, I know this is looking way beyond yonder, especially from my point of view, because I am not looking to have kids anytime soon. But <laughs> I'm going to tell, listen, we're all going to tell our kids 30-odd years later or whenever I'm playing. <laughs> we're all going to say, oh, you know, your dad marched, right? Back in the day, back in my day. 
things wasn't as nice, you know, hopefully we succeed in what we're doing here. Not even hopefully, we will, because we're not taking no for an answer. We're not getting the door slammed on our face. We're going to come back. We're We're going to win this. Winning this meaning everything we're fighting for. Like, that's how much, like, I want, that's how much I strive when people, that's how much I strive when people get me going. It's like, I can't stop. Because there's so many things that like goes to my mind. Like I talked to my mom about so many things. Like a few years ago, like I said, a lot of people say that I have wisdom beyond my years and I have an old soul. And so one year I told my mom that I don't plan on ever having kids because this country, I will never want to raise kids here. And she was like, she started crying. She felt where I was coming from. But she's like, how are you not going to have kids? <laughs> and now that that idea has changed for me, a slight, listen, a slight. <laughs> because I'm not going to let no one else deal with this. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that everything that we faced, everything that I faced, is a tad bit easier for the next person. Love it. Not just for my family, because I'm not on that favorites type of game. Because life's too short. No, we should all be mature by now. That's why I'm like, why is all of it? Why are we still getting murdered 100 years later? Come on, people. We're not in competition with you. We just want equality. And if you don't understand that, when you pull over a white person, how you treat them, we want to get treated. Or at least don't shoot us. Don't put yourself in power if you cannot generally be this, have the same morals to everybody you meet. Everybody I see throughout, even now in COVID, we social distance, barely going outside. We have a mask on and I still smile. And I'm like, why am I smiling? They can't see me. I was raised to always have general, good general manners to everybody you see. Yeah. In Jamaica, to where one of my to where my, my one of my main ethnicities are it is so rude to walk into a room and not say hello to the people there but living here <laughs> living here oh that's asking an arm and a leg <laughs> no we're we're fighting to actually live uh, no i appreciate good a great answer and then um janaya for you something that you know when you're older and you're out you know, this is far beyond you. What's something that you hope you can take with you from, you know, some of the challenges that you face here in 2020? I would hope to take to never give up because this whole year it has started from horrible things and from COVID, from the BLM movement, a lot much more. It has started rough, but I know that it's going to start, I mean, that it's going to become better. And that's pretty much because people are not going to stop fighting. And it's just like you can never stop fighting for what you deserve or fighting for, you know, health, teaching people that this is much more than much more than one person's life. You know, like people are dying over shootings or dying over COVID. There's just a lot to it. And you just cannot give up with anything that's going on because it's going to change and you would love to be a part of the change. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Uh, Janaya, what about for you? Okay. So for me, um, what I hope to take from this and my future is like Janaya said to never give up. Um, because one, I'm 
let's say when I'm 35 and I'm an entrepreneur and I have my architect degree, I'm look back in this year and be like, that year was tough, but it taught me a lot, got a lot of experience and I grew from it. I grew away from it. I took all the information that I needed to take, all the information that was valuable to me and would help me. And I left all the negative things behind. I learned from it. I a new person I'm better that's what I hope to take from it I want to like look back I'm 30 and be like and I want to when I'm like when I'm saying 30 right and I'm having an issue I don't know well when I bid my one of my businesses okay I'll be like well this issue is tough right but I lived through 2020 so I'm pretty sure I can get through this issue <laughs> <laughs> love it those are the kind of problems I want to have <laughs> That is beautiful. And Jada, finish us off here with that with that question. Something from this challenging year that you hope sticks with you as you you grow and develop into the fine young human being you're going to be. Um, I think for me, it's what Janae and Janaya said, never give up. But also, like, when someone tells you you can't do something, prove them wrong. That's why my mom has told me since I was very young. Just don't let anybody tell you what you can you can't do. And this year, we were really put to the challenge of that because we were told that we weren't equal to other people, that our lives don't matter so much as the next person's. We were told a lot of bad things, and we proved them wrong, and we still are proving them wrong. And I hope that when I'm old enough, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be 30, but by the time the other people are 30, I'm going to be like probably 20-something. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm still going to be able to look back on this and be don't prove them wrong be able to sit there and be proud of yourself of who you are and what you have accomplished and prove the other people that told you you weren't going to be able to make it to this place and prove them wrong that's the biggest thing for me right now just being able to prove everybody wrong love it love it great answer now another thing that we it's a big part of what we do is we recognize that you know individually we have our abilities we have our strengths our weaknesses um there are times when our best is not good enough and we have to rely on support. Tell us a little bit, obviously you're all involved in the, in the urban league of Springfield and, you know, working with James, how important is it for a young adult right now, especially, you know, with everything that's going on in, in our country and the world, how important is it to have a support a resource like, and James, I'm going to, I'm going to brag about you a little bit, right? But you're the best in the business, man. One, you know, one of the, one of the, the best people in, in youth development. Yeah. It's recording too. So you can put this on, (laughs) put this on the email or on the resume, whatever, but how, for, for the young adults here, how important is it to have someone like James? And it doesn't have to be James. You don't have to speak specifically to him, but someone that's there as, Hey, he's been through a little bit more. He's a lot older than you guys, a lot, a lot older than you guys and girls, <laughs> just like I am. How important is it to have someone like that or an organization like the Urban League there to say, hey, I'm struggling, but I know who I can call. And let's go. Let's go with Janiah. We'll keep you on the mic there. It's definitely important because you're used to not being able to speak to any. Well, me personally, I'm used to not being able to speak to anybody um because usually all I'm around is my family and all you can really feel is opinions and I don't like feeling like 
feeling opinions from everybody, like negative opinions and stuff like that. So it's better from um, an out point, like an out view of like looking in. It's definitely better to speak to James. It's definitely good to ask him questions about college, just life in general. He knows a lot and it's good to have somebody like that in my circle because it's going to always be beneficial. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Kendrick, what about you? This topic is so fresh in my head. I was literally talking to one of my closest friends um, literally an hour ago, and I was telling her, um, I was giving her advice because she dropped out a few years ago because she was going through problems in her school with some of the teachers and the principal there and just couldn't take it no more. And had she had the right person to talk to, she would have went about the situation totally different than had she did. And she is so smart, but one want that one decision changed the course of her life. Yeah. And but had she had someone like, you know, you said it didn't have to be James or anybody, but had she had a James or a or then, <laughs> you know, the 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 possibilities could have been and the possibilities are still endless. But a lot of stuff changed from then and now. Time that we don't get back. And so Speaking on that, time is crucial. And so I'm so thankful that I have somebody I can go and say, hey, I have a problem because we have problems every day. We have problems. <laughs> if I was on my computers, I'd be having a problem right now because my <laughs> computer never wants to work. And so I thank everybody every chance I get because not only are we losing so many lives every day, some of us don't, don't, hello, some of us don't get treated the same. <laughs> um, so, and some of us don't have the same opportunities and some of us don't have the same listeners and people. Obviously you, you all have spoke at some point or another glowingly about James. I don't know how much he paid you for those, for those wonderful comments. Zero. $17.99. There it is. There's the rate. <laughs> um, Besides James, who who is somebody in your personal life that inspires you, motivates you to be the best that you can be each day that you wake up? Janaya, you're up first. My aunt, Didi Janeri, which is Janaya and Jada's mother, um, she inspires me every single day because she is not the only college student. She's not like the only college in our family but she knows so much about it and everything that I want to do she like views me she like puts me in the right path towards it and the same as James both of them are pretty much they play the same role of course like my aunt is in the house with me so it's much easier but they pretty much play the same role with questions that I need or anything that I need to know about college or my future career goals they both put me in the same path the right path to go in for me to get my answers if they don't know the answers, just anything that I pretty much need to know, just people I should be speaking to. It's just very good. My aunt and James both are pretty good to speak to about any questions that I need. Awesome. Awesome. And then uh, Janaya, what about for you? Who's somebody for you personally that inspires you and motivates you to be your best each day? Okay. So for me, I feel like everybody I come across with, inspires me and motivates me in their own unique way nice. because they all teach me a little something that I take with me and 
um, like they all give me a petal to a, uh, a petal of a flower and I turn it into a flower. Nice. That's a weird um, <laughs> analogy, but that's kind of how I see it. They're all giving me a flower and I'm turning it into a bouquet. And I feel like, yeah, that's what I feel like. I mean, like they all give me either like even a life story or an experience they went through. And I take, I take a piece of it and I have it with me forever. So I feel like everybody that I come across with, everybody that I meet, everybody that I speak to, everybody that I see, every situation, everything motivates me in its own unique way. Man, I love that. That's that's deep right there. So we could we could have a whole episode just talking about that concept right there about the experiences and the people that come in and out of our lives and how they have an impact. Man, y'all got a tough act to follow right there, Jada and Kendrick. Jada, who uh, who or what is something that inspires you? Um, like Janai said, my mom Janari, she inspires me a lot. Um, other than James, of course, but. Yeah, every day when I wake up, my mom tells me like you could do whatever you want to do. Your 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 possibilities for you are endless. Like she really does put away what we've been going through this year, the racism and everything. She puts that all away and puts that aside and just goes and t- goes to talk about, hey, you could do it. Like you have all the opportunity to do it. It's just it's right there in front of you and. James also does play a role in that. He does tell me all the time, like, hey, you got this. Like, little pep talks that my family gives me from time to time. Janae and Janai do this to me all the time. So does my little brother. Like, hey, you got this. Well, like, even if they don't know that I'm having a bad day, like, the little things that they do inspire me all the time. Just hearing them talk to me, like, a normal conversation, it, it gets me really happy. I'm able to in, get inspired by them. Whether it's for my art or for my schoolwork, I'm still it helps me out a lot. So yeah. Love it. Love it. Kendrick, who or what inspires you to be your best each day? Well, one of the main people, we all have one of them. So actually it's one of the most common sense, but also one of the most missed things in life. It's a mom. (laughs) Because let me tell you, they do not take no for an answer. And having that type of mental state We'll get you through anything. But also, this is going to sound weird, but I also look up to myself. And when I say myself, I mean my best self. I mean my very, very, very best self that I'm writing goals about to get myself there. When I think about when somebody asks me, what does it mean to be your best self? Or what does it mean? Where do you want to see yourself in 10 years? I hold that image and I'm like, uh, what are those pets people have? Guinea pigs on that little cage running. That's oh, what I the hamster wheel. Of. Yeah. <laughs> Except I'm not in a cage. I'm moving. This is real light. And so I hold that image in my head. Ken, this is what you want. This is who you want to be. This is the problems that you want to uh, stomp over. And this is everything in front of you that you need to face to get there. Love it. Love it. Um, so you all, you've all touched on this a little bit in your answers. Um, and I'll give you a second to think about it right here, but we're on, it's, we're recording on November 8th. This episode, as I mentioned, will come out on, on Wednesday, whatever they, I think it's the 10th or 11th. 
from where you currently are right now in your lives, you're all in high school, some of you on your way out, some of you just getting started on that journey. What right now is your dream for your future self? And what do you need to do each day to, to realize your dream, to accomplish that dream? And we'll start with Janaya. My dream for my future life is to be free. And I don't feel like I'm not free right now, but in my view, like my view of success is to be able to get up and go somewhere and not be able to feel like stuck, um, be able to just be happy. I know that there's going to be days that I'm not happy, but pretty much my, my view of success is like being able to not be stuck in a job and um, not be able to do what I want to do. So I really want to have my own business and I want to be able to be in control of my life and be in control of what I do. And I want to be able to get up. And if I want to go to Florida, if I want to go to Egypt, anywhere around the world, like I can just get up and go and I don't have to worry about much things because I know that I'll still be fine. I won't be having to leave a job to do these things like, that is what I want to do in my future. Like, I just want to feel free. And um, can you just repeat the second half of the questions one more time? Yeah, no, I got, like, what, you know, kind of staying in the spirit of the con control, the controllable, like you have this dream. What do you feel like you need to do each day to realize that dream, to live, that, live out that dream? I just have to keep working. I have to pinpoint 100% what I want to do. I I want to be I want to be a businesswoman. I want to have my own things. Like I just want to I feel like I have to go to school and learn about how how the steps to accomplish my goals technically. I think that's pretty much just how to do it and I'm young, so I know that this can come quicker, especially if I'm going straight into it in a couple of months. Um pretty much just school, not just school and putting myself around important people and putting myself around people who are just going to only benefit me. Those are things that I know I will bend, like will help me out for my future. Awesome. Awesome. And then Janaya, what about, what about for you, your, your dream and what you feel like you should be doing each day to realize that dream. Okay. So right now me and Janaya are telepathically speaking while I say wavelength <laughs> because my dream my number one goal is to feel free. And um, I feel like success, my, the way I'm going to, the way I measure success is by how happy I am. How happy life is making me, not by how much money I'm making or how many degrees I have or any of that. I feel like I want to wake up, I want to wake up and look outside my window and see a new location every day. That's how, that's my dream. I just want to travel. I want to travel and I want to just live the best life I possibly can because life is too short to be doing otherwise. Love it. Love it. Life is too short to be working a nine to five and there's nothing, I'm not against nine to five. We have to do, we have to, we have to do what we have to do, but I just don't want to live my life like that. I don't want to spend 12, uh, more than 12 years of my life in school and then have to spend the rest of it 
in a school-like environment, kind of. The same nine to five, those same seven to three, they're all the same hours. I just want to wake up and do me and live me and be happy and be free. And that's my number one goal, my number one dream. Beautiful. And I feel like the way um, to get to that um, is to try my hardest and to continue doing what and continue to do what I am doing because I am pretty happy right now. And me and Janai have a mutual friend. Her name's, you know, I'm not going to expose it, but um, <laughs> she had told me and Janaya to get, um, you know, like a cork, a cork board. Yep. And just put on um, post-it notes and just put your dreams there, your dreams and your goals and your aspirations so that every day you are forced to look at it. Every day you look at it and be like, I'm working for this. I am doing my hardest today because of this. And I feel like that is amazing. I'm literally looking for a cork board so that I can get one and start my my aspiration board. I got news for you. You can start tonight because if you have a scrap piece of paper and a piece of tape. Don't <laughs> listen, don't ruin any paint at home. All right. <laughs> But it, 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 I love where both of your heads at. It, it, it's put it somewhere where you see it every day when you wake up and every night before you go to bed, because mm-hmm. that is, you know, we all, sometimes we get off track and we need that kick in the ass part of my language, but <laughs> that, that, um, <laughs> but see, seeing that reminder each morning is that fire, right? When you, when you leave your house to go to school, whenever that happens, or just when you fire up your computer for class, having that reminder, you know, staring back at you. And then at night when you're tired from the day and you say, Oh, how am I going to get through tomorrow? It's that little reminder that, you know what, I am going to get through tomorrow and I'm going to be excellent tomorrow because this is what I'm shooting to do when I'm, you know, when I'm done with school and when I'm out in the real world living. Yep. So get the cork board, make it look nice, but you can start tonight. <laughs> index card and a piece of scotch tape will do just great all right <laughs> jada what about for you what's that dream that um that you want to achieve and, and what are you going to do to chase it down um so my dream is kind of a little different from janae and janaya's um i want to be a neuropsychologist so for me i see myself in the future just working really hard and be able to enjoying what i want to do and that's kind of what my freedom is for me enjoying what i want enjoying my future job because I know there's a lot of people today that they work and the days feel so much longer to them because of the fact that they don't enjoy what they want to do I want to be able to go to work every day wake up every morning realizing that I love what I'm doing I'm helping people that's what I really strive for is to help others and like for me like having all my goals down like Janaea said like I have my goals down I rewrite my goals almost every single day to remind myself what I'm working towards and how I, what I need to do to get to that. I'm a freshman and I already started looking at colleges and how much years I need to do for, <laughs> um, to be a neuropsychologist. And I, I'm really advanced for my age because you don't really see a lot of kids my age um, knowing the exact job field they want to do and knowing everything they want. But for me, it's just, I know what I want to achieve. And the sooner I get achieved, the more happier I'm going to be. So my freedom is really just enjoying what I do. Love it. Love it. Great answers across the board. And for those of you, you know, 
we got some time because they're still in, in the high school ranks right now. We got a couple entrepreneurs that are going to be getting out there and, um, you know, God forbid you ever need any neurological uh, uh, help. <laughs> we got a young, uh, young person that could help you there as well. So um, this will be the, the final question. And um, again, we have Jada, Janaya and Janaya and Kendrick. They are all young adults from up in Springfield, Massachusetts. They uh, are part of, you know, the work that James does um, through the Urban League of Springfield. And they're number one, knocking it out of the park tonight on the podcast. And it's so great. It's, it's honestly, it's inspiring to hear from young people talk the way you all have talked tonight about chasing down your dreams and about doing things for other people. And, um, you know, I thank you for that. But um, our, our final question right here, and, and one of the parts about leadership that, again, something that we work into our events, and it's not, it's not very common that high school age students grasp this concept, but you all have talked about it tonight, which is, again, impressive, is what we call the leadership legacy. And what I mean by that is, you know, looking at someone like James, if James were to have an opportunity to have another job, and I'm not saying this is the case, but James has to leave the Urban League of Springfield, what impact does James have on those people that are still at the Urban League of Springfield when he's no longer there, right? So for you all in high school, it could be, hey, what impact do I want to have on that high school community when I graduate and move on to college or whatever the next adventure is? what is something that you hope and you're young you got plenty of time to 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 kind of do this and, and hone it but what's something that you hope in a positive impact you hope you leave on the people that you find yourself around and let's see we'll start with janiah i would just like to leave um everyone to believe that they can be great because a lot of children, a lot of people my age just think of right now and they're not thinking much about the future. And I just want everybody to realize that it's life is much more valuable than what you're doing now. Everything is like you have to just view things differently sometimes. And a lot of people based off of their family and stuff that's going on around them, they just don't think that it's possible for them to be great. And they don't think that they can get much further than where they are now. And I would just love for everybody to to learn that from me at least. If if that was if that were to be my impact, I would like to impact people and believe in that they can all be great because realistically everybody can be great. It's how you're putting yourself and how you're you're reaching for that goal. Love it. Love it. Jada, what about for you? What's the positive impact you hope to have on the people around you? Um, for me, I think it I'm young, so a lot of people don't really think about tomorrow. Um, but for me, I want to be able to inspire people to realize what they want to achieve in their life, um, realize the goals that they, realize their goals, set them, and work really hard to achieve them. Um, yeah, I'm, a lot of kids my age, people from school, they, they don't have an idea what they want to do, which is fine, you know, not everybody does, but at the same time, they don't have any type of goals, which yeah. for me is, kind of a little weird because my mom raised me to have goals for myself but I want to be able to help people out in finding what they want to do and make sure they love what they do like 
make sure that they're comfortable where they're doing and they're happy and they're not sad because they have to go up and work at nine to five. Like they're really happy that they get to go to work and make a difference or do whatever it is that they need to do. And for me, I just want to inspire people around me to enjoy what they do, be happy and not only live in the moment, but remember that tomorrow's coming and tomorrow's a new day. Awesome. Awesome. Janaya, what about for you? I want all young people, all people in general, to have that mindset where I can do anything because this regular um, regular Jane who streets away from me has made it. Yeah. Like, I, I just, it kind of made no sense either. But <laughs> I, it's just the thought that any person, no matter your background, no matter what you've been through, no matter your experiences, no matter your race, your, um, your sexuality, no matter anything, can make it to the top. And everybody's top's different. Everybody's dreams, everybody's goals different. Everybody's views on success is different. But just to make it to yours, make it to your view, make it to where you feel like this is the top. I've made it. I'm happy. I've made it. I'm this is this is where I'm supposed to be. This is where I'm. I was meant to be. Having that mindset, um, I just want everybody to, um, uh, especially the, my the young children, who when I'm like 30, or 35, 50, whatever, the young children at my from my age. It can okay. So when I'm 50, <laughs> the young people of that time. Let me say it like that. Okay. I got you. You got it. You got it. You're <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> um. I want them to um, I want them to know that they can do it. I want my Latinx communities to know they can do it. I want my African-American communities to know they, they can do it. I want my, I mean, um, anybody. It's what everybody to know they can do it. They can succeed. They can be who they want to be. That's kind of um, the mark. I, that's the mark I want to leave on this earth. Love it. Love it. Well, and I, I might have told a little small lie by accident, but I, I have one final question. <laughs> one final question. I apologize. It's a short and sweet one, though. Um, you, you are, you know, three young adults who are are doing their thing right now and are achieving levels of success and have a vision uh, for where they want to be uh, once they move on from high school and college, et cetera, et cetera. So, you, you know, I, I, I'm very confident and comfortable in saying that the, you know, the three of you right now on with us are going to go on and do some tremendous things in the world. And um, as, as Janaea said, everybody's successes are different and their goals are different, but um, you know, after talking with you for an hour or so, I, I feel really good about the fact that whatever you want, whatever you want to chase down, you're going to, you're going to get it done. Um, there's other students right now that are, you know, facing whether it's the distance learning or, you know, some of the challenges from the summer with regards to, um, you know, inequality and all that, all, all that, you know, negative stuff that happened. What would, um, if you had to give a bit of wisdom or advice or inspiration to maybe those, those young adults who might be struggling right now with the distance learning thing or struggling with finding their path and finding that motivation, what would you say is a bit of advice that you would share with them um, to maybe help them, you know, find that inspiration to go out there and, 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 and discover their best. Um, and Janai, I'll start with you. 
I would tell them that they will make it through. Like, you just have to keep fighting for what you want or what you believe, and you will definitely accomplish your goal. Love it. And then, Janaea, we'll go to you next. Okay, so I would tell them, um, the piece of advice I would tell them is, uh, you are good enough. Cause I, I've, I've come to learn that a lot of kids my age go through this mindset where it's, I can't do this because I'm not good enough for this, or I can't do that, or I can't be this, I can't anything. Can't is a mindset, and I just want all my youth, all my peers to grow out of that mindset because that can't brings you down when every human was made to do like they were all they were all made to see i lost my train of thought my train of thought um you're good you should have just dropped the mic right there <laughs> okay what well, everybody I'm gonna can right now, do then. seriously that was that was that was that was it was simple yet deep and impactful job well done <laughs> jada Last but not least, we'll save the young one for the for the last year. Go ahead, Jada. <laughs> um, something I definitely want to leave is want to remind them is that you can do it just because someone's telling you that, like, hey, you can't do this. Hey, you're not supposed to be doing this, whether it's a gender thing, a race thing, a uh, uh, sexual orientation thing, whether they say, no matter what they say to you, and they say you can't do it, just look at them like, yes, I can, and prove them that you can. Love it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you checking out the Lead with Empower podcast this week. This is our first episode with multiple students uh, as guests. And I will tell you, this was dynamite. Uh, it was, and I, since we're at the end of the episode, I'll admit it, we, we started to record this podcast a week ago, but I forgot to hit record. So I made a mistake and they, they were so kind to come back a week later and deal with the moron who didn't hit the damn record button at the start of the episode. But um, I really appreciate you coming on. I appreciate the fact that you have to work with James. I know there's highs and lows in working with James, but there's, there's definitely many more highs than there are lows. And James, I know you have a parting shot right here, buddy. Take it away. Yeah. I just wanted to say thank you for, you know, allowing us this opportunity um, you know, and allowing the young people the opportunity. They don't have the, the, the platform often to share, you know, what they're thinking or what they're experiencing. So this was very, I think, beneficial to their, their development um, and moving towards their future because now, you know, I think they're empowered to uh, share with their peers, you know, this experience, but also a lot of those messages that they shared. Yeah. Um, you know, you can do it. Um, you know, as I shared that nothing is impossible, um, you know, opportunities for you are endless uh, and, and you're truly in control of your future. Yep. You just have to be willing to work for it. Um, and so I, I know all of them shared that in different ways uh, this evening, you know, and, and I think they also learned and you allowed them the opportunity to deal with imperfection, right? So none of this was scripted. None of this, um, you know, gave them the chance to to write out, you know, what they, you know, were going to say. And so, you know, it's, it's that development within a development opportunity here. So, uh, you know, I thank you. I thank them. Uh, and, you know, I, the future is only bright 
from this point for them. Um, and so, you know, as they go on to lead with Empower, um, you know, I hope they take all their lessons um, and all the experiences tonight um, and continue to do great. So a uh, shout out to our youth um, and shout out to Dan for continuing to open this platform for, uh, for people to, you know, share and, and grow in the moment. So thank well, you. You're very welcome. And, and James, I, I, uh, I'm indebted to you too for two great episodes now. And then once, once we get Vanetta on the, the better half of the, the Lightfoot crew, that'll be three great episodes, but Hey, I'm going to put a challenge out there to our, to our guests. Number one, you, you talked about some great stuff that you would share with your peers and the people around you. The challenge, I'm going to put two challenges out there to you. Challenge number one is go out there and do it. And some people will buy into it. Some people will listen and some people will be inspired by it. Other people won't. But you know what? If you don't take the shot, you got no chance of making a basket. So all that great stuff, that inspirational, the inspirational messages you shared, don't keep it between this small group. Go out there and share it because your voice is powerful and you can have an impact. The second thing I'll challenge, uh, I'll, I'll, the second challenge I'll put out to you all is for your own personal development. You all talked about persevering and not quitting and trying their best and, and just doing everything that you can to realize your dreams and achieve your success. Do it. You can. You can. And when you find yourself struggling and falling short, Pick up the phone and call James. Talk to the adults at your house. Talk to each other, but do what you can to build yourself up and do what you can to build up the people around you. The last challenge I'll put out there is to any of the adults listening. I hope these four young adults opened your eyes to some of the great things that unless you're a teacher or a parent hearing about what's going on in the school building, you don't know what these young adults are doing and the tremendous things that they're doing on a day-to-day -day basis in the school buildings. And I hope this episode opens your eyes that black, white, Hispanic, Asian, female, male, whatever um, sexual preference a person has, it doesn't matter if they are a good people, a good person and they are doing things to make themselves better and make the people around them better. Listen, open your ears, open your eyes. This is the future, and judging by what I've heard from the, the, the four of you over our, our real episode tonight and our practice run when I didn't hit record last week, it is utterly inspiring, and I know you're going to go out there and you're going to kick some ass in whatever it is that you're going to do, but to the older ones that are listening, hey, take a moment to get to know these youths and young adults in your communities because the inspiration is there. They are set up and they are working hard to do the exceptional. Open up the doors, help them get there because they will get there. Thank you so much. That was Jada, Janaya, Janaya, James, and Kendrick. They all lead with Empower. Be safe. Push yourself to be great. Push the people around you to be great and you will be great. We'll check you out next time. Talk to you soon. Great leadership may look and sound different. However, there are common threads that connect all tremendous leaders. They are passionate about those that they lead. They do that which brings out their best and the best in those around them. And they never take the easy way out because the exceptional will never come first.
from Easy.